everybody. It's time to roll for intent with the creator's corner. We are still here and doing this. How is that? How did that happen, Trevor? I don't know, man. Um, I think I think I'm stuck in a time loop or something. It's like Groundhog Day. I record something new all every day almost. I know this, you know, it, it was just this little thing and all of a sudden it has exploded. And every every week we have all these wonderful people on. Sometimes multiple times. Well, who do we have with us today? Well, this week we have with us uh, Rachel uh, Sanrellis. Did I do that right? Sanrellis? Yes? Yes, you did. Rachel Sanrellis from Street Legal, a Shadowrun actual play live stream. Uh, you can find her every Monday night on the FRAG Twitch channel at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, but we're actually not going to be talking exclusively about Shadowrun. Uh, it's going to be a little bit different, uh, but no less important. I don't know if that episode is going to air before this one, but we mentioned when talking to another podcaster recently that I was going to be doing a charity live stream with him. And this is the mastermind behind that live stream. It's going to be benefiting Casa de Colores. It'll be on October 14th through 16th. That's a full weekend, folks, Friday through a Sunday. But I really want to hear about this charity from her in her own words. So welcome to the show, Rachel. Thanks so much for coming out tonight. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be able to talk to you about this. We're excited to have you. I've been really excited about this until uh, since uh, Cam reached out to me from also from Frag to do it with them. Yeah, Cam has been honestly one of the biggest, really just one of the, the greatest supports that I've had. But honestly, I've had some really amazing support getting this event together. So let me let me tell you a little bit about what the event looks like for me. I've actually never done one of these Twitch charity streaming events before. I've been in about three of them in maybe the last three months, which is crazy to me because maybe six months ago, I had never streamed anything. And then all of a sudden, people were just like, hey, can you do this streaming thing for charity? And I'm like, oh, it's for charity? I, I guess I can't say no. And they've been amazing. They've been so much fun to be able to do. And I am a grad student. Uh, I'm going to school at Fordham for social work. And I'm meeting all of these incredible people who want to do incredible things. And I am actually what we call a macro social work, which before you all tune out and start snoring, because I know that sounds incredibly boring, means that I want to do social work at the policy level. And the last class that I took was actually a fundraising class during which I met uh, another student who is a board member for Casa de Colores. And Casa de Colores is a startup charity, which actually was just granted 501c status. And they have about one staff member right now. And she was telling me all this. And what they do is they help transgender people who are coming from South America or from Central America and seeking asylum in the United States at the El Paso border in Texas to get that asylum because a lot of people were getting turned away to whatever country they came from in South or Central America. And those places, in some cases, it meant death to go back. They started this charity and there's been a lot of volunteer opportunities. There's been a lot of really cool things. And I said to her, you know, I've been doing these charity events for months now. I've made all these friends. Maybe we could do a charity event. And so I just kind of reached out to everybody that I've done these charity events with. And the 
response was just overwhelmingly positive. And so I was like, all right, we're going to do a charity event. Probably a little bit of a bigger project than I knew I was taking on. (laughs) They always are. (laughs) But uh, I get really excited about things. And so we just started planning. And now we're like three weeks away, which I can't believe. And we have six really cool events that I'm super excited about for this charity weekend that we're going to be doing starting on Friday night at 6 p.m. Eastern and ending with a panel called Tales of the Tavern. The whole event is going to be hosted by Gamer Mom Luna on her Twitch channel, which is amazing. She does a ton of charity events on her channel, and she's actually just been nominated for an award for being a Twitch charity of the year account or something like that, which is really cool. It's just super exciting. Like everything has just kind of fallen into place before I really even knew what was happening. That's awesome. This is definitely sounds like a very worthwhile cause. And the gaming community usually pulls it together for, you know, these charity events. They they often have a, a pretty good turnout. So we certainly hope that that will be the case this time as well. I have to tell you, I wanted to play role-playing games since I was a little kid. To be perfectly honest with you, I kind of grew up in a very benign, nice, but still a little culty Christian environment. And my mom was just not comfortable with the whole anything that had dragons in it. That made her a little scared. We also were not allowed to watch The Hunchback of Notre Dame because there were gargoyles. Uh, something my father just found out about and he looked at my mom like this was over dinner. I'm, I'm 34 now. He looked <laughs> at my mom and she was like, you are not home, okay? I had these three little children. I thought I was condemning their little souls to hell like I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. I think that was Mother's Day actually that we had that conversation. So, <laughs> sorry mom. My bad. But yeah, my mom was very nervous about games like Dungeons and Dragons because she just didn't understand them. As I got older and she chilled out, things became a lot easier to do or she stopped caring because obviously my my little soul is not going to go to hell for playing Dungeons and Dragons. Then I just didn't know any people who were interested in playing Dungeons and Dragons. And so I didn't Because <laughs> they had already to gone to hell. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Hey, can I interest you into some D20s? <laughs> want to play some dice? I don't want to talk about how much time I've spent making up for lost time with dice and other things that might be from the era that I was a child in. Because <laughs> it's eBay is dangerous, okay? I need an app. <laughs> That turns off eBay at like 11 and doesn't let me get back on it until like nine in the morning (laughs) for that impulse shopping period. But yeah, no, I didn't. I just didn't know any people by that point that were like, I, I grew up in a really small town and nobody was really interested in Dungeons and Dragons or any role playing games for that matter. I probably could have gotten into like a Magic the Gathering game, but it wasn't quite the same. Like we played a little Pokemon. We were not good at it. And then I went to college and there was no opportunities and i worked for apple someone pulled me aside and said hey i hear you want to play dungeons and dragons 
but it was a very shady conversation, like in the corner of the store. Your mom was and they right. Were like, uh, <laughs> no, no, not about that. <laughs> Not, no, no, but uh, so they had a game that they were playing, but they didn't want other people from the store to know. They didn't want to get a lot of people involved. We played for like a year and then I ended up moving to a different store and then I was able to tell everybody because then they didn't care. And I played Dungeons and Dragons. And then when COVID hit and we couldn't play in person anymore, I got involved with this podcast called Dice Populi, where I'm a moderator actually on their Discord now. And it's a great podcast also for people who are interested in role-playing games. And they brought me in. I was just so... I just loved this community, right? I loved this inclusion thing that was going on on Discord. Like a year into that, Gamer Mom Luna invites me to come onto her show and just talk with other people. And I'm talking to this person. And she goes, yeah, well, I do producing for charity streams. And I went, what is a charity stream? Like, you're telling me that I can do the role-playing game and still do charity work. Like, that's a thing? That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. And it was big for me. And that was like a year ago. And so in the last year, I have really gotten involved with this idea of charity games and charity streams. And it's been just an amazing journey. When I heard that there was this organization that was trying to get off the ground that had no money for administration and just anything that I could do would be helpful, I'm like, maybe I could do a charity stream. So I figured, you know what? I'm going to go for it. We're going to be playing a lot of 5e because most of the people I know play 5e, but we do have, I think Cam's game is a Pathfinder game that you're going to be playing in, right, Travis? Yes, I am very excited to be able to play some more 2e with a new group because I'm so sick of these jerks I keep playing with on our show. Gosh, I am super excited to watch uh, Cam lead a game because I play, I play games with Cam. They are a fantastic DM and anytime they get a little bit of torture back, I, I really get some pleasure out of that. I do, especially when it's not coming from me and they will attest to the fact that I torture them as a DM. I just really do, you know, for charity, because that's important. Always for charity. Always for charity. But And we also have a Shadowrun game, which I will be playing in, which I'm also really excited about. You'll get a, a little glimpse of our Monday night group, actually. A lot of us are going to be there and we're going to do, but we're doing a one shot. And I actually got into the Shadowrun stream uh, without knowing anything about Shadowrun. So this will be the first Shadowrun game that I have to create my own character for. And that is going to be really interesting. Yeah, I haven't played Shadowrun in decades. I think the last time I played was third edition Shadowrun. And is it on seventh right now? Do you know? I don't know. Don't know. I'm pretty sure. I know it's a minimum of seventh if it's not higher, but... (laughs) Oh, he's so many D6. It's a D6 system, right? Yeah. I love the D6 thing. And honestly, so the game that we play on Monday night, I play this character named Grubby, who is a troll and a chef and a dreamer and just a disaster. And there was, we had a game, I want to say like a month ago, where our stream went down. And in the middle, 
everyone who was watching just came up with a whole bunch of names for Grubby. Because Grubby's thing is because she's a chef, she always has ketchup packets and bottle caps and things like that on her. And because she is a a fighting troll, she can kill you with that. I have killed people with ketchup packets. I have killed people with bottle caps. I once did some really serious damage with some chewed gum. And so I have an entire list of these alliteration names. Uh, and so at the beginning of every episode, I refer to myself by that list. But you have to listen on Monday nights if you want to hear those. Because my list is in my binder and my binder's like way over there and I'm not going to get it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you said, you know, you jumped into doing a charity stream, not knowing what you were doing. Right. And we've had conversations about this after the fact that, you know, you're learning on the job, so to speak. So what sort of things, what sort of steps did you have to take or what did you not expect when you started this process that you wish you knew, or now that you have a hold on, it's going to be, you know, easier to, to start one in the future. Like what, what's the process look like for you starting this up? If somebody has the same idea and they want to jump out and they're standing at the edge of the diving board and have no idea which way to leap, what do they do? How do you start this? So the way that I started was I actually wanted to have my events lined up first before I committed to anything. So I actually talked to seven people so that we would have a timetable. And out of those seven, we actually still have six of those original events. One of the events, the person decided they weren't going to be able to do it, which is fine. But we still have the other six events. We knew what they were going to do, what each event was going to do. So what game were they going to play? How many people roughly did they want to have? And we also knew because I don't, I've played on Twitch. I've never actually produced anything on Twitch. And so I knew I was going to need producers as well for this event. And so first thing I needed to do actually was talk to somebody who had a Twitch channel. Because I don't have a Twitch channel. My game on Monday nights is on Cam's channel. And Frag is a great channel, but I don't know that they've ever done anything charity related before. And so I reached out to Gamer Mom Luna because I know that she does a lot of charity stuff. And she has her own people and she also has her own setup for charity stuff. Uh, And I knew she would have a good community for production for that kind of thing. And she and I discussed the fine details ahead of time. We picked the date. We picked what she was going to do, where she was going to fit into it, and how much control she wanted to have. Because it's her channel, right? So if she wanted to be at every event, I wanted to give her that opportunity. After that, that's when I recruited the additional people who I wanted to lead different events. And I needed to leave time in between each event because... If we're going to change people who are doing the production, when you're doing the behind the scenes, those people have to log in themselves. So otherwise, there's a very discontinuous look to how everything is happening, right? So we kind of need an hour of that we'll be back look so that they can log in, get everything going. They have time to talk to the people. They have time to put an overlay on if they're doing that. So we set up our timetable. 
once we set up our timetable, we started inviting people in to play, to produce. I talked to some of those people that I already knew did production. We actually recruited somebody who has never done production. They're learning from somebody who has done production for a very long time so that they'll be confident enough to do it. Um, And then like in your case, Trevor, uh, I believe Cam just sort of, I don't want to say threw you under the bus, but um, was just like, yeah, Trevor can, Trevor can produce for us. No problem. Uh, But also Cam, you know, we have a lot of really experienced Twitch streamers who are leading these events, right? So those people are actually very, we're comfortable saying like, I can produce and like my own game while we're playing it. And in those cases, I'm comfortable going in and and being in the chat to make sure that as if donations are coming in, or as people are saying things that somebody is monitoring that I don't have a problem with that. I just didn't want to put it on someone's plate. Like if you're going to lead an event, you have to also be able to produce your own event because I feel like that's very overwhelming. We also needed to be able to find a platform to actually collect money, right? Because I don't, I don't want people sending donations to me. I don't want to be going through GoFundMe. I don't want to go through PayPal. And so we needed to get the charity onto Tiltify. And um, my next step is to actually go through Tiltify and start putting in each and every event. We also, we have some mock-ups for event posters. And I know people have been waiting for those. Uh, I have um, somebody who's actually helping me kind of behind the scenes run everything. Um, His name is Adam. He's amazing. And he just kind of came out of nowhere and said, I would really love to just kind of help you. Like, I will take it because I'm sure I have no idea how much work this is going to be, but we're going to do it. Everybody is just kind of ready. Like, when can we start announcing this? When can we start like telling people about this? Everyone is a volunteer here. Everyone's time is valuable to me and everybody who is helping is valuable to me. And I don't want this to become a burden on anybody who is trying to do something helpful. I really wanted it to be kind of an open forum for everybody who's participating. And so I've invited everybody to ask me questions. And like, Trevor, you know, you've you've taken me up on that a little bit. A couple other people have taken me up on that a little bit, which has been awesome because honestly, there were questions I didn't even know to ask. Like I've asked the founder to create some kind of video or audio clip about why they founded Casa de Colores. And they're working on something. They're going to get it to us by the by the end of the week so that we can get that posted for all the people participating. And then we'll actually have that for the event. Um, something you actually suggested also that I thought was great, Trevor, was a press packet, uh, which had like a bunch of maybe things that people might want to know as we're doing the event, you know, as we're going along, having information that that's out there and that's ready to go. There's just so much minutia that you just don't think about when you're playing in a charity stream that when you're sort of trying to organize it even if you're super organized that you really want to make sure you hit on everything you mentioned um tiltify not wanting to go through you know paypal and and other places i'm assuming because they take their their own fair share so uh tell us a little bit about uh tiltify why why going with them well tiltify actually does go through paypal um, oh, okay. or uses like the same system as PayPal. And to be honest with you, almost everybody takes about the same amount, which seems to be about 5% from what, from what I've seen in my research. 
What I mean more is like, I didn't want people PayPaling me and then for me to make a donation. Oh, yeah, right? then, have to, that, then you have to go around and say, okay, I've got, you know, 487 bucks now that I have to move. And- well, I, to me, that feels sketchy, right? Yeah. Like, if, if, I, if I'm a person who's donating to an organization, I want to see a name on the screen. And don't get me wrong, I've made a lot of sketchy donations because <laughs> sometimes you just kind of got to go for it, right? But, like, I, I feel like if I'm doing something for this organization, I want to do it right. And I want to I want to see on that screen as a person who might be donating. I want to see a name that I'm familiar with. And Tiltify is one one of those names that a lot of people are familiar with. They've they've donated to it before. They already have usernames. They're more comfortable knowing that that's where their money is kind of going through, right? And like a GoFundMe is a great thing too. But like again. A GoFundMe doesn't really give you the same kind of confidence. Plus, because Luna is, you know, has done a lot of these charities, I want to make sure that it looks right on her end also. You know, she's she's don't she's lending us her Twitch channel and I want it to look authentic on her side also. Oh, of course. And um, you mentioned the events. Could you let the our listeners know kind of uh, what are the lineup of events so far that you have? Yeah, you guys want the first uh, the first look at our events? Heck yeah! A little um, exclusive action going on right now. Just just a bit. Yeah, there is. You you are getting the the official first look at our events because we have not released our can- our posters yet. So on Friday night, October fourteenth at six p.m. Eastern time. We're going to be kicking it off with a Pathfinder 2e game on Saturday morning, tentatively at 10 a.m. We are going to be doing a D&D 5e game on Saturday night at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We are going to be doing a Shadowrun game on Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. We are going to be doing a D&D 5e game. 3 p.m. on Sunday, we'll be doing a second D&D 5e game. And then we will be ending with Tales of the Tavern, which is one of Gamer Mom Luna's regularly scheduled events. We are we will be having um, DMs, Cam, who we've already mentioned. We have DM Star Shinobi for our Saturday D&D game. And for our Sunday games, we have uh, Matt from Dice Populi. And then our Shadowrun game will be led by Lynn, who is actually our GM on our Monday night game for Street Legal. One other thing that I did not mention is we will be doing a giveaway, well, several giveaways throughout the weekend. We have some really cool giveaways. The highlight of which for me is that um, we have three Misfit Metal set sets of dice from Metallic Dice Games that Adam Hackett actually donated to us. So a big thank you to Adam Hackett. Without knowing me, he's a friend of a friend and he just sent them to me. So that was really cool. But we will also have some really cool other um, giveaways we have an owl bear vinyl collectible figure. We have a 
uh, D&D 5e Ghost of Saltmarsh book with the alternative cover. We have a D&D 5e Volo's Guide to Monsters book. We have a, uh, Bat- a Batman Dark Knight Dynasty comic book. And we have a The Legend of Wonder Woman Origins comic book. And all of that will be part of our giveaway process, which basically works if anybody who donates $10 or more gets a uh, an entry into that. And uh, at the end, we'll be pulling randomly and whoever, you know, if people share their information, their mailing information, we'll be sending that out to those people. That's really cool. You know what I'm going to do? I, I think I'm going to take this opportunity to also announce that I'm going to be donating something for the giveaway as well. And we'll cut this out if you say that this is not kosher. So I have. I mean, I will take any donation. Perfect. (laughs) I have a special edition copy of the Abomination Vaults Omnibus uh, Adventure Path for second edition. That's the game our podcast is playing, Roll for Intent. It's the game that we are playing currently. And it is signed by all three authors. And we will be donating that as well. That's amazing. That is really amazing. Yeah, yeah put, I mean, we uh, we arranged it when we went to Gen Con this year, and uh, I wanted to give away one on something that we did, and I wanted to hold something in reserve. And here's our reserve. Thank you so much for that. I will I will totally take that as part of our giveaway. Um, I think it's really cool to. I wish I could reward everybody who is just awesome. Unfortunately, that's not really how charity works. As we reach a new level of donations towards our goal we'll be releasing the next step in our giveaways and so um we can definitely add that on that's awesome well uh we are kind of running low on time here rachel so uh really want to thank you for joining us and this again the charity is for casa de colores and this will be october 14th 15th and 16th. So we please encourage all of you to listen and donate. This is for a wonderful event and a great charity. And you'll really be helping people that very much need help. And as I said, the gaming community for me always pulls together for these things. And, you know, just kind of, as you said, Rachel, that's kind of the roots of this game is kind of people being ostracized and we have stuck it out. And this is now a mainstream hobby that is talked about all the time, major TV shows, things like that. And, you know, we we remember those days when it first began and you're not allowed to play or you had to hide playing it. So it's really cool to see this come so far full circle to be able to help people that are in need. And you'll be seeing some more information about it coming up in our, in our, Twitter, uh, and we'll be talking about it in our promos for our main show. So if you forget it, uh, on top of having as many links as possible in the description when this goes to air, you'll be able to find more information about it on our Twitter or in our Discord, rollforintent.com slash Discord. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for having me and for talking to me about this. And I really appreciate everything that you guys are doing and Trevor, especially for, uh, for playing. And I hope that Everyone will join us. It's going to be a really awesome weekend. I'm so excited. It's going to be a great time. Well, that about wraps it up for this week. I'm Christian. And I'm Trevor. And as usual, you all have a great week. Bye, y'all.